grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. This program contains sexual references, adult themes and coarse language. Listener discretion is advised. If you are likely to be offended, please join us again in an hour. All right. Well, it is February 14th, which means it's the day for love and a florist's Christmas as it were. Now, maybe you have a romantic evening planned with your boo and we hope that it's explosive and you've got some tips over the last year on how to make it absolutely firing on all cylinders. But tonight, I'm going to coin our episode today as Galentine's Day because I get to speak to three of my most favourite women on After Dark. Cindra Banks will be along to talk about what happens if it's actually not firing in the bedroom and you're sitting on the lounge this Valentine's Day completely uninspired to get freaky with your other half. She's got some tips that are going to warm things up in the bedroom. Jasmine from Conscious Sexuality will be along to close out a series that we've been talking about these last five weeks on After Dark, The Five Pillars of Femininity. And we finish off the series with a bang, as it were. And Nikki from Flirt Adult Store can never pass up an opportunity to save your butts, gentlemen, if you have forgotten the Valentine's Day gift she's got some fantastic toys that are going to benefit your lady and you on Valentine's Day. It's not too late. You can hop on the web and grab some sexy toys or dress-ups for your Valentine's Day. All is not lost. We've got you covered here on this Valentine's Day edition of After Dark. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I need to bring something to your attention. Syndra Banks and I are a little bit concerned for the community at large and with her feedback over the last few weeks, we have decided to bring a very important topic to the table that Syndra has been asked over and over again. Now, look, I don't know whether it's the planets. I don't know whether it's just life in general. But, Sindra, you have had a very strong theme running through the questions that you're getting from your clients and from the people who reach out to you on Instagram recently, haven't you? Absolutely. And the question on everyone's lips is, what the fuck do I do when my sex life is dead? Okay, so look, today is the day of lovers. It is February 14th uh, and if you are sitting on the lounge or you're preparing dinner and it's Valentine's Day and you are just not feeling it, the night is young. It's only (laughs) 6pm. We can turn this around for you. So I think this is like a bit of a community service tonight because we might be able to actually, you know, make someone's Valentine's Day uh, explosive in all the right ways. It's not just about flowers and chocolates. It's about being gods and goddesses all round. So take a notepad. 
if you're feeling this, we're going to save you Valentine's. Here we go. They're not going to like this. So I'm just <laughs> <laughs> because everyone that asks me this question, one of my clients actually said, I wish there was a magic pill that I could take and for it just to come back between my partner and I. And I was like, me too, babe. However, uh, that's not really how things work, unfortunately. In relationships, we have to do the work. And if you're not having sex with your partner and or if it's very few and far between or if it's not satisfying, the number one thing to do, and you're not going to like me, is to actually call it out and have a conversation about it. Today, gone. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Look, well, you know, we have had this uh, giggle numerous times when you've been on this show and because as much as we all want to make it about our bits and there is blue pills that you can take that the bits will work, fair enough, but that's not really where it's at. And connection comes from communication. So, okay, it's not happening where the kids are driving us insane. Perhaps they're sleeping in between us, which is always a challenge for young parents. The days are long. There's resentment because hubby forgot to take the garbage out. Where do we start with this conversation and how do we not make it escalate into you did something wrong in 1992 and today I am still pissed about that? (laughs) (laughs) and that's the hardest thing right it's it's being in the present moment and being with what is so the facts of the matter are okay well we haven't had sex for a while and it feels like that intimate connection is you know waning it's it's not really there anymore and it's totally understandable right you know like as you said there's kids there's um, relationship stuff there's work stuff there's house stuff like it's understandable however it's not it doesn't have to be like that. So just calling it out and saying, hey, babe, you know, I love being intimate with you. And, you know, I feel like in the last few months, few years, whatever it may be, that it's kind of waning for us. I feel like maybe we haven't prioritized it. And I really, really want to get back into it. I really want to connect with you. Uh, you know, how do you feel about our intimacy? Because, Maybe they haven't thought about it either. Maybe they have, you know, usually if you're feeling it, they're feeling it too. However, it doesn't have to be you didn't and I did and blah, blah, blah. It's just like, hey, this is a situation that we find ourselves in. Now, how can we move forward? You know, both of us want to make it a priority. So what can we do from here? And it's just kind of a really open, loving conversation that's like, you know, both people got you to that point it's never one person's fault yes so it's like cool we're here now what and it's really interesting isn't it because what amazes me is that we think nothing of going hey listen our our mortgage repayments are running away from us maybe we should get a uh, a financial planner to have a look or we want to lose a few pounds so let's throw heaps of money at a gym membership And we just expect our relationships, our primary relationships, you know, our anchors to just work magically with no (laughs) 
deep conversation about it, no consideration, no time carved out for it. And then we find ourselves six months down the track and we haven't had intimate moments with our partner. And it's like, I'm resenting this. I really am missing this, but we've paid it absolutely no attention at all. So just that little reminder to be like, hey, we can have this conversation and it doesn't have to be a blame game. It can just be, okay, this is the situation. We both got here. How do we fix it now? Yeah. And the cool thing about these conversations, when you can have it in a way that you feel safe and regulated and your partner feels safe and regulated, is that those conversations are actually going to bring you closer together. Most definitely. You know, those conversations are going to show a bit of vulnerability from you both, which is hot and connected and creates polarity between both of you. So, you know, those conversations are going to lead to what you want, what you desire. Uh, It's just that we're not used to having conversations in such a way that we're not blaming, that we're staying in the present moment and we're looking at the future, not looking at the past. All right, so let's just say that we were in a relationship and um, conversations that take place on an emotional level strike fear in the heart of our partner or (laughs) vice versa. Um, What is a great way to start? Um, You know, do you – I I always think that the worst thing you can do to someone is say, hey, I want to talk about something later. Um, and then let them stew on it all day. So by the time they get to the conversation, which could be quite benign and um, results and orientated and positive, and by the time the partner gets to that conversation, they're like, you know, and they, yeah, so it's not starting off on the right foot. So if you have someone who is avoidant on these difficult conversations, what is the best way to approach it? A couple of really useful tips are, you know, go for a drive or go for a walk so you're not sitting and staring into the person's eyes because for avoidant people, including myself, uh, that's very intense. <laughs> I didn't know that about Sindra. I, I, I did not give her a wink when I said avoidant. <laughs> you know, so for example, Valentine's Day, you know, go... You might be outside for a picnic, looking over the ocean. You know, you might be in the park. Those kind of settings where you're looking out at something and not staring at your your partner does create safety and makes them feel a little bit less on the spot. You can also ask for consent. I mean, I always think that that is the best way to start. So like, hey, uh, I want to have a conversation with you. Uh, Are you able to kind of hold it right now? Um, Or is this a good time for you? Because sometimes it's not and they might be like, actually, can I come back to this, you know, tomorrow? However, always set a time. Like, yes. Always set a now, time. Now, I was, I was going to close that loophole for you. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> can we come back always to it? does not mean six months' time. People, no, you, no. Yeah, <laughs> if you're avoidant and you're listening to this, you need to come back to it within 24 hours. Yes. Out of respect the to person, the other person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the person communicating it, really, you want to come from love and softness and also be like, this is really fucking important for me. Mm. This is really important to me. And I would love to have this conversation with you. So you're you're really, you know, stressing the importance of the topic 
and you know say it's it's this is not going to be an attack on you this is a you know it's important to me and I think it's important to you too let's open this up yeah yeah I love that now we have had the conversation do you have any tips as to where couples might like to start in terms of reconnecting physically so it's not just hop into the bedroom and assume that you're going to wave your magic wand, as it were, and it all happens. There's steps, no, isn't I, there? <laughs> I had a client. I had a client the other day say, "I, you know, their partner, they hadn't had sex for a really long time, like six months or something, and just like one morning, he's just kind of like reached over and put her hand on his dick. Mm. It's like." Okay, so we that's that's like the opposite of what we want to do. Like that's that's not where we're going to start. We're actually going to start with like non-sexual intimacy connection. Yeah. So prioritizing physical touch that feels safe and enjoyable for both people. Mm-hmm. If you haven't had intimacy for a long time, uh, there can be unsafety in physical touch. Mm. I don't mean like you know feeling unsafe. Um, like, you know, the predators in your house. I'm feeling like, you know, unsafety in your body. It might feel like you pull back a little bit, that kind of unsafety. Mm. So you need to start where it feels comfortable for you. This might sound really basic. However, this might start with holding hands and then just breathing and receiving that touch. It might start with a top-on massage. You know, that might be enough for you to feel safe. And then slowly, 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 you want to kind of start to bring more of that non-sexual intimacy touch in. So there might be more of the body exposed and giving feedback, practicing giving feedback to the giver and um, as to what you're enjoying and how you would like to be touched and building trust that way. That's huge, really, really big because you need to build the trust and safety in yourself and in your partner again. Great advice. So, look, if you're sitting on the lounge uh, in a very non-sexual way this Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day, we have given you some tips on how to open up that conversation and how to slowly heat up your intimacy once again. And as Sindra says, it is like a bath. We don't want to get into it scalding hot because that's not going to work. We need to build up the heat slowly. So look, we hope that we have encouraged some of you to reconnect this Valentine's Day. Sindra is a coach that you can reach out to on Instagram, Sindra Banks, and send her a DM. She can help you with any of your intimacy questions. And thank you so much for joining us once again on After Dark. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day. The new Flirt Adult Store has everything for fun in the bedroom or the bathroom or the lounge room. And with the biggest range, there's always something new. Flirt Adult Store. Find us on Facebook or 90 Beaumont Street. Want to unlock your pleasure? Jasmine invites you to push past your limiting beliefs around sex and love. It's conscious sexuality. It's always a pleasure to welcome Jasmine from Conscious Sexuality back to After Dark. And tonight is we're closing out a little bit of a series that Jasmine and I have been doing with some important pillars of femininity that we've asked you to dive into. And tonight is the last pillar and we're going to finish with a bang quite literally. But first of all, Jasmine... 
we should probably summarise the other pillars that we've been talking about because when we look at our sexuality, we have to look at ourselves as a whole person. And this has been what the last five episodes of After Dark, where we've chatted about this, have been about. So would you like to just run people through what we have actually gone through so far? And if you missed any of them, you can catch them wherever you get your podcasts on After Dark. But let's just give everybody a little bit of a recap on what we've been chatting about for the last five After Dark episodes that you have been a guest. Absolutely. Thank you, Louise. This uh, series has been a fun one because, as um, you know, regular listeners would know or if you've been following me on Instagram, a lot of what I talk about when it does come to sexuality is a whole-bodied experience. Mm-hmm. And to really um, understand and get to know our sexuality, sometimes there are a few other things that we need to line up before that as well. Mm. So in the five pillars of feminine wholeness that we've been going through, the first one that we did was take supremely good care of the basics. And so that was, you know, taking care of your physical body, drinking water, doing some exercise, choosing to have a meatless Monday, you know, those kinds of little steps that help us can, that just really help us to start ticking off the basics and making sure that we're taking care of that part of us. Mm. Pillar number two was honour your heart. And that was all about honouring our emotional well-being, taking care of our emotional self and uh, making sure that we're processing things that are coming through with journaling or breath work or, you know, getting away from our phones too much as well. Yeah. Number three was renew your mind. So that was all about our mindset, our mindfulness, how does our brain feel, and uh, we can do that through meditation, affirmations, mantras, listening to good things. Um, So that's taking care of our mind space. And then number four was owning our spirituality. And so that was giving ourselves the space to tap into the mystical spiritual world that is out there in whatever way that we still see fit for us. Mm. And so maybe that's through uh, prayer, maybe that's through oracle decks, incense, lighting candles, uh, maybe again, you know, some sort of meditation, but just really connecting deeply to the spiritual part of ourselves, which does exist. And connecting to the spiritual world is actually about going deeper and deeper within ourselves, Mm. which is beautiful. And then to really finish off this series, like you said, we're going out with a bang. And number five is hone your sexual energy. Right. Okay. So how do we go about doing that? And I guess, again, this is when you bring something to the table, it's like, okay, I probably haven't really thought about this Uh, because sexual energy we can scatter it around unconsciously or we can really think about it. That's right. And that's what we're doing with all these elements that we've spoken about, but again, specifically about our sexual energy, is we're wanting to bring it to our conscious part of our being. Mm. And discovering our sexuality is actually core to who we are as a person. Mm. And being sexual is part of our being Um, We want to own it and we actually really want to connect to it. 
because our sexual energy is not just when we choose to have partner sex, but our sexual energy is when we might have solo sex. It might be uh, when we want to manifest something. We might want that sexual energy to attract a certain type of person or a certain type of uh, success that we're hoping for. Um, but our sexual energy is also deeply connected to our pleasure. And most people, when they do have partnered sex, often will fake orgasms mm-hmm. or not truly enjoy what's happening because they're not very connected to their sexual energy or they're not very connected to the person that they are having that exchange with. And so this is why it's really important that we individually connect to our sexual energy first to know it, just as well as we know what we like to eat and what we don't like to eat. The same with our sexual energy. What is it that we like? What is it that we want to connect with? What does our sexual expression look like? How liberated do we feel? And they, these are all the questions that that we ask uh, when it comes to connecting to our sexuality. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, yeah, as you say, sometimes we can sort of go through life unconsciously and we have a lot of partnered sex and we fake orgasms or we do things that perhaps aren't really enhancing our sexual pleasure because – not because of the fault of anybody else, but because we probably haven't taken that time to explore our own bodies and our own sexuality and what we like and dislike. And then how do we communicate that to somebody else if we haven't discovered that ourselves? That's exactly right. And that's often um, one of the things that can get in the way when it comes to having really good sex is because we're not really too sure ourselves what we really like Mm. or maybe we haven't developed enough confidence in ourselves to be able to ask what we want Um, we might have little insecurities that can then get in the way that can get into our head and that can then really affect our experiences Um, and so questions that we should be asking ourselves are you know how do I like to receive pleasure what what does pleasure even mean to me what does pleasure even look like Um, and and how do I want to orgasm you know Mm. Often at the time as well, our sexual education tells us that intercourse is the only true sex. Mm. But there is so many other ways that we can have sex. It does not have to be your typical intercourse. It could be outer course. It could be something else. Not everyone wants to have penetrative sex every time, and that is okay. It doesn't mean that you're not having sex. Yeah, 100%. And uh, that experience and that bonding, you're right, it doesn't have to be penetrative to be uh, an amazing connected experience. That's right, exactly. And so some really beautiful ways that you can start to consciously become more aware of your sexuality and of your sexual energy is first and foremost by self-pleasuring. This is the number one way for you to to connect and get to know your body because you're going to be able to feel what you like, you're going to feel what you don't like, you're going to be able to create that really deep connection with yourself, which is really, really important. So if you haven't done that already, please prioritize it and have some time by yourself with yourself to turn yourself on, to connect with this sexual side of you, because this is very important. 
Yeah, it absolutely is. It really is. And um, then once we're in touch with ourselves, we can leave it there or we can share that with somebody else and bring them into what we like, what pleasures us and have that amazing experience. That's right. Exactly. And so then some other further ways that you can start to really cultivate that sexual energy is, you know, maybe putting on an outfit that makes you feel really sexy, maybe um, putting some lingerie under your work clothes. It can really activate your superpower and yep. you can feel like a badass when no one else knows. Yeah. Um, I feel seen, you know, maybe, Jasmine. I feel seen. Yep. Yes. Good, good, good. <laughs> maybe organize a solo dinner date or even rendezvous with someone else to make it special. Um Honour who you are, nurture the erotic and the goddess within you. Um, And through doing these things, this is how we choose to make our sexuality conscious and you'll start to see the changes. But you've got to start somewhere. Yeah. And as you start, it will flow. Absolutely. And, you know, all these things that that you're talking about, um, I think – when we're doing day-to-day, we're doing the school run and we're packing the lunches and we're in our boss energy and we're at work and that sort of thing, we actually tend to shut off that side of ourselves, that sexuality. But it can actually be with us throughout the day. And there is something incredibly powerful about embracing your sexuality and your sexual energy in other areas of your life outside the bedroom. That's exactly right, Louise. These things are not just for sexy time. These things are for every day, all day, to make you feel better, to make you feel more pleasure, to make you step into your power more, to help you stand up for yourself, to feel more confident. This is not just to have better orgasms. This is actually something that is going to change your day-to-day way of feeling and being in your life. Absolutely love it. Jasmine, this series has been absolutely fantastic. I've got so much out of it and I know that women listening will have got so much out of it as well. It's all about sort of really diving into who you are, what you like and owning your power most importantly. And uh, I really thank you for bringing these concepts to the table so that, you know, we can really consciously think about uh, all areas of our lives, including our sexuality. And I really love the goddess analogy. Step into our goddess because she's a a magical, powerful and erotic woman and uh, she's just hiding under the surface. We just have to really acknowledge her and bring her out day to day. That's right. That's exactly it, Louise. And for anyone who really wants to start activating this part of themselves, you absolutely can just by starting to apply what we've spoken about over these last five pillars. Um, But if it feels a little bit daunting to do that by yourself, well, then I offer one-on-one coaching and we can do it together. Absolutely. You can find Jasmine on Instagram at Conscious Sexuality. She also has a website, ConsciousSexuality.com.au. Make sure that you check out her amazing programs and work with Jasmine to really step into your sexual energy. I promise you it will be worth it. Jasmine, thank you so much for joining us once again on After Dark. People often buy toys for Christmas, then complain because they don't come with batteries. But but, but, don't they know the new toys? Are USB chargeable? Flirt Adult Store. Find us on Facebook or 90 Beaumont Street. Fancy a quickie? 
Nikki from Flirt Adult Store joins us with this week's hot sex toy tip on Quickie with Nikki on After Dark. Well, it is the day for love, but maybe you're at home this evening and the atmosphere is decidedly frosty because you have forgotten the Valentine's Day gift. Well, Nikki is going to be our superhero today because she's going to save your bacon. All is not lost. Fellas, grab a notepad. We're going to save your Valentine's Day. You can make this right, Nikki. Exactly. You've probably- How could you forget Valentine's Day? Well, it's just wrong. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> It's bad, but we are here to help you. Yeah, and thank God because, um, yeah, look – if you've if they've forgotten, I mean they're they're probably in a world of pain and and I think I that hope it's, your couch is comfy. Yeah, look, I think you'll be sleeping on it <laughs> unless unless you get a pen and paper and listen to what I have got to say. Okay, all right, we're ready. Please save Valentine's Day for these poor suckers, Nikki. All right. So first and foremost, we are going to talk about the highly anticipated sex toy of 2022, which is coming into 2023. Yep. It is the Rose Vibrator. So this is a clitoral-based stimulator that sits on the clitoris and mimics oral sex. It is exactly like the Satisfier Pro 2, which we've all talked about before, Yep. but it is in the shape of a rose. What a perfect gift for Valentine's Day. And as Miley Cyrus says, I can buy myself flowers. Yes, you need to get her the rose. We are selling out of these things so fast because they do not at all look like a sex toy. It looks like a perfume bottle. It can look like a hand cream. They are so inconspicuous that if they're left on the nightstand, it does not matter, but they are flying out the door. So get her the gift that keeps on giving and the gift of an orgasm and get her the rose. If she's not into clitoral play, you need to go with a wand. There are so many different wands on the market. But Lawand, which are in all of our float adult stores, are the most amazing luxury wand you can get. You can put it on your vagina. You can put it on your clitoris. She can put it on your balls while giving you a head job. You can give her a back rub with it. These are, they have won so many awards as well, I must say. It's the most decorated, you know, highly decorated wand on the market. They come in all different colors, but the wand will save your bacon. And third, I am going to say a clitoral gel. It's not a toy, but it's like a toy. It is a gel that you can put on the clitoris, which mimics having something there like heat or cooling. And it feels like they vibrate. They have this like little vibrating sensation that feels like you've got um, an adult toy there. So if you're like me and I really love clitoral stimulation, but I don't want to bring a toy into the bedroom today, I just normally get my little, um, it's called System Joe warm and buzzy. It's a warming one. I put it on my clitoris and it warms up and it buzzes like I've got a toy there. So it really does help bring on that orgasm. So that is going to be my third choice. And all clitoral stimulation gels from System Joe at the moment do come with free love dice, which is an extra bonus for the man that forgot to get her a gift. Right. Now, um, they're probably thinking, okay, um, you know, I'm home from work. I'm in for the night. What do I do? Luckily, not only is there a flirt adult store in Beaumont Street, Hamilton, but you can get on to the website and uh, you can order it and then show them the receipt and it looks like you haven't forgotten at all and you just go, look, Australia Post backed up, 
hasn't arrived in yep. time, but here's Plain what I got Australia you. Australia Post and go, mate, this is it. Here's your invoice. Yeah. Check your emails. Here's your invoice. It's coming. Yeah. And a lot of people do. We actually posted so many items yesterday and we've done lots of web orders today because a lot of people, are, you know, are going away for the weekend. So even if you show her a receipt, it still shows the intention that you thought about it and you can use it on the weekend when it arrives later during the week. So yeah. as yeah. long as you have something there and you didn't forget because it does break your heart when you're forgotten about or, you know, 10 years down the track, it might not be that important anymore, but it is still important to her. Take note. It is still important to show your love on Valentine's Day. So jump online at www.sortedoltstore.com. Use the code LIVE30 at checkout. This will get you 30% off. And if you order today, your toy will be sent tomorrow and you should most likely have it by Friday ready for the weekend. So jump on, use your code, but definitely look at getting the rose. That's fantastic. A wand and a clitoral stimulation gel because that will just, they're the gifts that keep on giving. They are fantastic gifts. Absolutely. I'd be happy if I got one and I'm yeah. pretty sure I do. So yeah, I'm stoked. Good. I put in my order. Great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad that you've done that. And, yeah, if you are flying solo on Valentine's Day, as Nikki said, Miley says, I can buy my own flower. So buy your own rose vibrator and go to town exactly. on your bad self. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what 2023 is all about, self-empowerment. 2023, all about me. Nikki, you have an absolutely fantastic Valentine's Day and I must say happy Valentine's Day to you, my friend. Uh, Thank you. It's it's always important to show love to your friends on this day as well. 100%. Happy Valentine's Day to you too. Thank you. And all the listeners, have a great Valentine's Day. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have fun and we hope that we've saved your bacon today. That was Nikki from Flirt Adult Store, and you're listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. We hope you've enjoyed this special Valentine's Day edition of After Dark and your night sizzles from here on in. Now, whether you're booed up or by yourself this Valentine's Day. Just remember, a little self-love goes a long way. And also, don't just love on Valentine's Day. Make sure that you're showing that to the people that you care about the other 364 days. I'm going to leave you with a quote from the amazing Nat King Cole, who says, The greatest thing you'll ever learn is how to love and be loved in return. Happy Valentine's Day, lovers. I'm Louise Wilkinson, and you've been listening to After Dark.